and welcome to the High Vibe Human Podcast. I'm your host, Lexi Johnson from Educating Earthlings. This podcast is all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level. We talk about everything high vibe, including wellness, human design, nutrition, relationships, spirituality, meditation, hormone healing, crystals, astrology, female empowerment, and so much more. We'll chat with some amazing humans who radiate positivity, inspiration, and authenticity. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. I can't wait to vibe with you. Love and light from your host, Lexi. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human Podcast. And I'm super excited for this episode because today we are talking with Catherine from Karmic Cat and Veggie Kitty. And she is seriously such an amazing human. I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this because it's just... So good. (laughs) Um, So throughout the episode, there are a couple tidbits of like weird um, audio where we both were trying to speak at the same time and like it only picked up one of our voices. Kind of funny. So apologize for that. And there are some moments where like it gets a little quieter and louder. Um, I'm still trying to figure out everything. I think I might need to like plug my computer into the actual Ethernet cord versus just on Wi-Fi. That might help a little bit. But um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the episode regardless. Again, I apologize for any like weird audio that's happening in this episode. Still trying to learn and figure it out as we go. Um, But this content is just amazing. And you guys, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to it. Um, So this week, I am going to just shift right into the podcast instead of talking about my like three little life tidbit updates because my... Um, I actually started recording early before our interview started and we were just kind of like talking about our life. So I talk about um, kind of what's happening with like the full moon and Mercury retrograde. Um, That's why I wanted to post this one so quickly is because all that that energy is still lingering and happening around us right now. Um, And then I also talk about the attunements that I just received from my Reiki master and you guys, (laughs) it's like real intense. I'm feeling so much like energetic release happening throughout my whole body. Um, like the day I I talk about this in the episode with Catherine, but the day I got it, it felt like I was hungover, like from drinking too much alcohol. And I didn't, I haven't drank alcohol in like over a week. So I know that that wasn't the problem. Um, it was like in my arms, like my veins and my arms were feeling heavy and like Everything was just so intense. All my feelings, they still are to this day right now. And it's only been a couple days after my attunements. Um, It'll probably last about a week. But yeah, what these attunements do is really open up me, myself, and um, open, open me up to the Reiki, which is life force energy of the universe. And um, then I'm able to share that energy with other people with ease. So I'm just basically on an energy, energetic hangover right now. And 
yeah, just going to really chillax this weekend. And I hope you guys have some chill time too. Maybe listen to this podcast right now. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy and um, sit back and relax. This is a dope episode. I was like, is it because of the full moon or am I just like feeling yeah. like right now? Like, no, yeah, I just like, like, I kind of feel like I drank alcohol last night. Yeah. I feel yeah. hungover. Yeah. It's like an energy hangover. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, like in my, it's kind of, it's like in my like mm-hmm. self. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. So that's the only thing I just don't want to like overload you. Like yeah. if you're already feeling like that, like I feel like you just need to go like sleep and just allow the energy to like get in you. It's working. And like, that's why it's kind of like, it's detoxing. That's what Reiki uh-huh. is. It's detoxing a lot of stagnant energy in you right now. So yeah. it'd be really good to sleep and then just journal a little bit too. Um, and whatever comes up, because there's going to be some things that definitely come up. You're like, oh, I thought we were past this. <laughs> no, I mean like, and everything so with like Mercury retrograde and everything right now too, I'm like already feeling a bunch of shit. And like, I don't know, I'm kind of going through like a ton of shit too with like this guy I've been seeing and he's like not cool <laughs> anymore. I mean, like I thought he was so cool, but he's like yeah. not cool anymore because he's just not taking care of himself. Yep. I went, I just went through a similar thing when I came out here. Like I was going to meet up with this guy that I met up with in March and yep. Nope. Nope. Just, it's so funny how you can change too. And like how even just in weeks or months, like I just don't vibe with a lot of people anymore. Cause like I said, I just ascended and not even like, Oh, like, Oh, I ascended, but I just, I'm just getting to the point where I just like can't hang out with like low vibe people. So it just might yeah. be that with what's happening with you is with this Reiki, you're going to start ascending babe. And then people that are, you normally vibe with, you're going to be like, Oh my God, I can't stand you. All right. <laughs> yeah. right, I get energy like killing me like I went to a party this weekend I literally got physically ill like I the same when when I went to Hollywood too I got like my body's physically reacting so that's kind of like what your body's doing right now why you're feeling hungover is like you're just yeah you're just feeling like old energy so it's like okay let's we'll schedule another day um in the next few weeks or so to do because again I just don't want to do it too soon to your tune I had I've been attuned and I was like for a week I was like because <laughs> it's just so much, you know, getting out of you. So yeah, to be gentle, especially we're in the yeah, full moon, lunar eclipse, Mercury retrograde. It's like why did I pick this day? That <laughs> 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 the angels are like, okay, we're just gonna detox you like to the nth degree because yeah, that's pretty pretty good time though. I mean, you know, you're just releasing a lot. So that's kind of what's so happening. Like I've already, I'm already like on purpose releasing a lot, like on purpose, you know, like with all this relationship. Mm-hmm. going on <laughs> well, trust me babe I'm just like right now I'm like not talking to anyone like I'm just doing me and just focusing on my shit because these men not that they're ugh, I don't know <laughs> I'm just like I know action you know you just and then it fucks with your vibe like when I came here I was so anxious because like I came here and like the guy that I was gonna see who like a week before was like I can't wait to see you like didn't hit me up I'm like dude I'm here in LA you're watching all my stories like no, we're just not gonna. Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm so anxious. People like I hate when people play games like that. Yeah, like, you just be straight up with me and be like, I'm busy, or like I don't, I really don't feel good. I don't want to hang out today, or like, 
I just, just tell me. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's all good. Cause then he was like moving. So he moved away actually. So he moved back home to Minnesota. So <laughs> that was this weird thing. Wait, where did he back home to Minnesota? Yeah. Oh, I'm in Minnesota. Are, are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know what part he's from. What part are you from? Minneapolis. I live in Minneapolis. Oh, like, okay. It's like I part of the Twin Cities. Oh God. Is there like, he might be near there. Um, I thought there was like this more bougier place, like I think where his mom and like set down. It could be Minnetonka. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of like, like everyone like lives on the lake and has a boat and like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where his um stepdad has a house. So yeah, I think he lives around like that area. (laughs) Oh my god, arrow vibe. Anyway, that's funny. (laughs) He moved back, so I'm like, all right, see ya. Like bye. (laughs) Whatever. I guess anything that's gonna happen is gonna happen. So yeah, no, he was super not on my vibe, and I'm also low key in love with this other kid that lives here in California. So it's fine. Like we're <laughs> and he just reached out today. Like he commented on like my newest video about my melon fast on Veggie Kitty. So yeah, yep. <laughs> so Mercury retrograde, all the exes come back. So what the fuck? Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm here with Karma Cat and Veggie Kitty and whatever else she wants to call herself today. Um, she <laughs> is a manifesting generator. She's running like a couple of super awesome businesses online. And yeah, I'm super excited for you guys to get to know her. So we're going to start out with some fun questions. Um, Catherine, how do you like to spend your free time? Oh my God, babe. <laughs> like anything with like spirituality, like metaphysical things. Like my ideal day is just waking up, like doing some yoga, you know, just getting into my Zen place, connecting with myself, with source, with my angels. Um, I do a lot of like money manifesting too. That's funny because people are like, what do you do with your free time? I'm like, well, I'm just over here like manifesting like, as a true like Capricorn that I am. I'm like money, baby. But, um, you know, really honestly, ideally, I just love connecting. You know, I love being out in nature. I love hiking, Um, you know, just moving my body. I've really actually gotten back into my practice of yoga, which has been beautiful. I just got a job at the yoga studio. So yeah, just like, you know, doing that and healing, honestly, you know, it's, it's not even a job to me. Like I am an energy healer, but it's something that brings me so much fulfillment and joy that it's like, that's what I like do, you know, like that's literally like my life, not only is my career, but like, you know what I just enjoy doing and brings me joy and anything with a crystal store. <laughs> like if I could go to a crystal store every day and just blow all my money, like I'm like, yep, I'm happy with it. But yeah, that's a lot of like what I do and just creating, you know, every day if I create something, I'm in my, my happiest and most joyful state and in my highest vibration. So editing a video, filming a video for all my channels, you know, that I do. <laughs> um, and you know, yeah, just, just spending time with people that I love and, and spending alone time too. I need a lot of alone time. So mm-hmm. just, just me, myself and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. I feel that. Um, yeah. Okay, so can you like share a little bit about that money manifesting? Like, is it kind of a ritual, ritualistic thing you do or? Yes, it is. Literally right before I got on the call, I was like, oh my God, I didn't do my money manifesting. So (laughs) I literally have a little money manifesting spray. It has like patchouli in it and like a few other things. I got it from, of course, a crystal store. And it's just, even if it's just like, you know, more of, um, you know, like a mental thing, like I spray it around me and I just say some affirmations. So, you know, I just say that like money comes to me easily and effortlessly 
exactly. Like I'm a money magnet. I deserve money because I deserve freedom. I deserve the life that I choose to live that I know that I want for myself. And yeah, just, you know, saying these affirmations are so important, especially to start your day to get you in that money, like money mindset. Yeah money manifesting mindset like yes i'm a money magnet everything that i send their spend you know comes back to me doubled like you know it's just it's just so important because money's emotional so if we're in that you know alignment if we're in that good mood if we think positively about money um it's going to come to us and i've seen that happen with me i did not have good money beliefs back in the day um i thought money was bad it was evil it's the way i grew up and now i'm like i love money like money's beautiful and it's not to be like egotistical or think that money's going to solve our, you know, our problems and, and that, you know, that's our goal in life to be rich. Um, you know, but that's why I say like, I attract not only money, but peace and joy and abundance and love because, you know, money is all encompassing money can help us, you know, create the lives that we really want. And when we're in alignment and we're doing what our, you know, our soul path and our soul, you know, really wants to do, then the money comes easily anyway. So it's just getting in alignment, <laughs> but yeah, money manifesting is incredibly important. I love that. I was like, I was just like soaking all that in as you're speaking. <laughs> that was awesome. That is beautiful, baby. <laughs> um, so like, I'm just gonna like share a little tidbit. For me, I've like had, I don't know if this is just me overthinking it too, because I do that a lot as well. But like money blocks around, like, I feel like I need to have a man in my life to like get. Right. I don't know. It's, yeah. I grew up where my dad always worked and he like had a really great job. And my mom stayed at home with the kids, like mm -hmm. me and my two younger sisters. Right. And like, so I'm like the oldest as well. So it's kind of like a little birth order thing. there, like trying to take care of everyone else besides like myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's a projector thing too. Yeah. Trying to take care of everyone else besides yourself. Totally. It's easy for us to do that. Like we can see other people a lot more than we can see. It's, we have a hard time seeing ourselves. So yeah. there's that. But then like, so whenever my mom would need money or want to go do something, she would just be like, hold her hand out to my dad and be like, money, please. Oh, and okay. you know, yeah. like that's just kind of what I saw. And I really looked up to her. She was amazing. Like I love her so much. And she taught me and my sisters like everything about life. But like the whole money aspect of it is that like she never – um, like worked. She never like had the okay. desire to, she just wanted to raise us. And like, you know, that's, that was her thing. And so it's like, when I want to do these things, I just like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's just a huge block around it for me. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because I grew up in a very similar home. Like my mom did some jobs. Like she went to school for film and stuff. So she worked at like a radio station and she like was a really good realtor for a little bit. But honestly, what I saw as well is my dad had a very good job and my mom was the same way. Like, you know, he kind of just was the, you know, breadwinner, if you will. Like he mm -hmm. was the money provider. But I think it's interesting even to see like how your dad's view was, of money was because my dad's view of money, even though he made great money, he still came from a lack mentality. So even though he was giving my mom money, there would still be repercussions if she spent something or like there was always a resistance to a party or whatever. And, you know, so it's like, okay, I saw that happen where it's like, okay, this man is, you know, providing money but he's not really providing emotional support or love and you know it's like for me the reason I'm so motivated is because I want to live a life that I know I deserve and not have money 
be anything that makes me in a resistance mode or, or something I'm worried about. So mm -hmm. I just want so much abundance that it's like, I'm not even going to worry about money. I'm going to give away money and I'm going to help others, but it's not going to be something I worry about, you know? So I'm not sure if that was like your experience or how your dad's views of money were, but you know, it's really important. Abraham Hicks is incredible and she has a whole money manifesting. Um, yeah. Money manifesting meditation on YouTube. I've given it to a few of my clients and they're like, Oh my God, the next day money came to me like crazy. So, um, it's really important to identify what beliefs about money are yours and what beliefs about mm -hmm. money are your parents or your societies. You know, it's really important yeah. to, to disengage from their perspectives of money and, and create your own perspective of money. And when I did that, I'm like, wow, wait, I don't hate money. That's my dad's stuff. Mm -hmm. I love money. <laughs> like money's amazing because it's also a self-worth thing. You have to feel worthy of money because if you don't feel worthy of money, that's when you block it. Yeah, I think that's my issue too, is like mm -hmm. I've gone through so much weirdness in the past year and a half that I'm just like, yeah, do I even, yeah, <laughs> like, like, do I even, is this like even for me? I don't mm -hmm. know. Like I want it so bad, but like, I'm like, I'm doing everything and I'm like sitting here like, hey guys, look at me. <laughs> yeah. And you know, nothing is really happening. And I, I don't know, it's just probably like my mindset too. Right. Yeah. When you step into your power, especially as a woman and, and, you know, don't think that we need a man. Cause that's kind of my mom right now. You know, my parents are separated and mm -hmm. she's kind of been, you know, back and forth about, you know, do I want a man? Because that's security. That's what I'm used to. And especially with both of us, we kind of grew up seeing that. Um, but, and not to say that I don't have my days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, this is overwhelming. I think it's just, you know, you just have to allow yourself to feel what you feel but then also, you know, come to the terms of like, I'm worthy of money. And that's what I say when I spray my little mist in the morning, like I'm worthy of money. I'm worthy of the life that I see for myself. And when we finally, you know, step into that self-worth and that power, um, we're unstoppable. Women are incredibly powerful. So once we, once we believe it, then we're like, we're ready to go. Like we're going to launch. <laughs> yes. I love that. Okay. That was a really good combo. I'm glad we took a pause and, <laughs> and stopped talking about that. Okay. Um, let's talk about, do you have any like morning routines, evening routines, or like other daily rituals besides the money manifesting thing that you do? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely try to meditate <laughs> a few times a day. Um, and meditation too can be whatever like you want it to be. You know, some people go for a walk, some people do yoga, whatever. I like to play my sound bowl. So I'm going to, I'll hit it really quick. Steve. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so I like to play my sound bowl when I wake up. It just is sound bowl healing is ancient healing. It's just going to get all the energy blocks out of your body. So you're just going to wake up already in a really high vibrational state. You're just going to schleff off all the crap because we do oh, nice. astral project at night. So sometimes we can go in different realms and pick up different things. <laughs> um, I also have a selenite wand, which is really amazing. It's a crystal that clears your energy. So I just do that around my entire body in the morning. Again, just getting rid of any energy, anything from the day before. Or maybe that's trying to linger over. Um, and then, yeah, and then I just try to, you know, sit and meditate a little bit, check in with my angels, pull a few tarot cards, see, see the energy of the day, what's going on for me that day. Um, and yeah, and then I do my money manifesting, you know, stuff. And I also have um, Palo Santo spray too that I'll clear. Cause like just for me and like the energy work that I do, I'm working with so many different energies all the time that I have to cleanse myself, like, <laughs> like OCD type of cleanse. Cause it's like, I gotta get all this stuff that's not mine out of my aura. Um, yeah. And then I, you know, just like to, you know, wait until about noon 
um, or two o'clock, I do intermittent fasting to eat. I usually break the fast with some fruit or like a smoothie or something. And then, yeah, and then just kind of like start my, you know, start my day from there. But definitely in the morning, you know, connecting with source and going within is really important. Awesome. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, that's like, that's something that I definitely like try to do every day, but it just doesn't just kind of like sitting and cleansing and, you know, detoxing from the night and the day before or whatever. Yeah. Um, It's important. Consistency though. That's like, that's my thing is consistency. Yes. (laughs) Me too. Definitely. Yeah. So consistency, just knowing how good you feel will help the consistency stay there, you know, and Mm -hmm. then wanting to do it every day. It's going to be like second nature, you know, and I'll put my oils on too, whatever oil I need that day, lavender or frankincense. Um, and then just breathe that in, you know, getting that aromatic, beautiful, like, you know, just vibe going and smelling the oils and just, it really helps me get in my Zen place too. And and really, you know, ready to start the day because we never know what the day is going to bring. But I think if we prepare ourselves spiritually, mentally, emotionally, um, then nothing really can shake us, you know, we're pretty solid. So we just got to get to that point of doing it every day that we kind of, you know, it's just like practice. It's like, you know, muscles, you know, just yeah. muscle memory, if you will, you know? Yeah, exactly. All right. We're going to do some fun questions. Ooh. Um, just like a couple of fun questions. Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would that be? Oh, I love this one. Oh my gosh. Probably to fly. I mean, yeah, probably to fly. I just like, I just want to go fly. I'm like, Wee! I always get so jealous of birds. I'm like, oh, you could just like fly away from all this bullshit. Um, but <laughs> I definitely feel like that probably comes from me just always like astral projecting, especially as a kid. I remember vividly having these memories where I would like be flying around my house and I was like, oh, this is like cool. So I think like ever since then, yeah, I'm like, wait, why don't I always do that? Like, what but yeah so definitely like just flying in general like superpower just like up up and away (laughs) I used to have this recurring dream too when I was a kid that I would go swimming like in our pool and I could breathe in underwater but only through my nose it had to be through my nose yeah Yeah, that's so cool yeah you're definitely like astral projecting like like lucid dreaming you know yeah that's so cool okay um So this is actually a question that people have a hard time with, but I feel like you might have something right away. Um, what is something funny that's happened to you recently? What is something funny that's happened to me recently? Oh gosh, funny, yeah. <laughs> funny, <laughs> funny, peculiar, because now I live in freaking LA and it's, it's, wow. Okay, it can be something that you've witnessed that's funny and, or it could be something that's happened to you that you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> or like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, you know, I think it's really interesting and I think it's important too to talk about like that time I got sick right when I moved here when I went to Hollywood. Now, I think it's cool oh, because yeah. like it was funny in a way because like I'm literally, I'm on Sunset Boulevard. I just moved to LA. I'm like, yeah, like LA life, like let's go. And I'm here with my friend and I freaking start vomiting. Like I'm just, I'm getting sick. Like I'm gross. I'm like, oh, really leaving my mark on LA already. And it was funny in a way because like, I don't take myself that seriously. You know, some people like that would have happened and they would have been mortified. But you know what? Like I'm over on the side of the road. Like I'm good. Like my friend Christina, I'm like, I'm good. Oh my God. 
the ending <laughs> in Hollywood, you know, for me being such an empath, it really literally made me sick. But it was it was funny in a way. And I look back and I <laughs> laugh about it because it's just, it was such like a learning lesson for me, you know, and, yeah. and I'm not afraid to learn. You know, a lot of us are afraid to make mistakes or we're afraid of, you know, lessons. And with me being such a healer, I look at everything as a lesson. So as I'm like literally vomiting, I'm getting physically ill. I'm like asking my angels, I'm like, okay, what's the lesson here, guys? Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to know? Because this is cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was funny in a way just because, yeah, it just, it just told me that that energy over there is probably something I need to stay away from. So that's why, yeah, if anyone's listening and you want to go to LA and you're an empath, please be very careful around Hollywood lots of lots of weird energy over there yeah no i i was just over there too uh visiting my sisters and like they we went to west hollywood just to kind of like walk around it was gay pride weekend so there was like a lot of actual positive energy around like right but also i can definitely see what you like it's just kind of i know what you mean it's like positive negative but there's like a balance of both. So you're like, I don't know what's happening exactly. inside my body yeah. right now. Yes, exactly. And that's it with LA too, just in general. It's very, there's a lot of high vibrational people and things here, but there are a lot of low, low, like draconian, mm -hmm. reptilian kind of stuff here. So, you know, it's, it's, it's that balance, but definitely knowing that, like for me as an empath, I love Santa Monica. I love being by the beach because that's mm -hmm. really healing. Usually, you know, very good vibes over there. So yeah, definitely something to be careful of if you're going to visit mm -hmm. LA for sure <laughs> yes yes for sure okay um so let's talk about a recent goal you have achieved big or small I know you just moved to LA so that's like a huge goal um but yeah it can be a couple if you want to yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, so, you know, for me, for a while, for years, I've wanted to move out to the West Coast. I felt that, you know, push from my angels, from my guides, like, you know, that's where I'm going to end up. So, yes, this has been this has been years of manifesting in the making, but specifically since January, you know, I said, I'm like, yeah, within the next six months, you know, I spoke that into existence that I was going to move here, which is really beautiful. Um, you know, I got a really beautiful job at a yoga studio, and that was a goal of mine when I came out here. I was like, okay, I'm going to work part time, but it has to be something that's in the alignment for me and something that's gonna be good for my business and I've already you know talked about goals like I've already you know sold some essential oils to some people that come in some of the students at the studio I've already got some really great connections with other teachers um, you know with starting a community like a little soul tribe community out here as well as um, some potential clients for some energy healing so you know that was like my whole goal in general lately has just been connections so I've really been making all of these beautiful connections with all these different types of people and clients and everything. So it's just been like happening so fast and so easily. I can't even tell you. Um, so that's a goal too, you know, that I, I've just achieved. It's just living my full truth and accepting my truth. And I finally am as a healer because I, I definitely went to school like for film and television, like an act and model. So I thought my life was going to be very different. Mm -hmm. And then I got the call about a year and a half ago and they're like, girl, like, <laughs> you are uh, going to be a healer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I didn't know this. Like I didn't pay $200,000 to be a healer, but okay, universe, like you funny. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been a goal to really just fully accept that, that role that they've, they've given me and they've bestowed upon me. And it's not always easy to be a healer, but it's the most fulfilling thing ever. So yeah, goal has been achieved. I've really fully accepted my calling. So it's been amazing. Oh, I love that. So cool. <laughs> okay. This can be anything, literally anything, current obsession, 
Oh, current obsession. Raw almond butter. Raw mm. almond butter and dates. I don't know if we want food obsession, but like, like, like together, right? Like oh, almond yeah. butter inside the date and like. Yeah. It is, yes, yes, eat it, <laughs> put it in your mouth. Um, it is the best <laughs> thing ever. I, it's like better than any dessert. Like I just crave it all the time. I literally just ate it right before our call. I was like, oh my God, um, I've already two cartons of dates. I go to those all the time. They must know me as a date lady because I'm always like buying two or three at a time and I'll be back within like two days because I eat all the almond butter and the dates. Like it's so um, bad, but it's so good. So yeah, that's my current obsession right now. Don't knock it till you try it, y'all. You got to try it. <laughs> uh, yeah, try it. I've, I do peanut. I'm just a peanut butter person. I love peanut butter so much. I love peanut butter too. <laughs> any any um, nut butter. butter. <laughs> okay. Um, when you were little... I guess maybe you answered this already, but I'm not sure. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? And then now as an adult, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, from a young age, I've always been like very self-aware and very connected and just mm -hmm. like had this really crazy sense of self. So I knew I was going to be a performer in some way. And I always had this calling. I'm like, wow, like I'm going to do big things here. And that's kind of like where I feel this like almost universal pressure at times. Like, oh my gosh, I got to make sure I'm doing everything because mm -hmm. I I feel that I felt that call, if you will, from a very young age. So definitely, yeah, definitely, you know, younger thought I'd be an actress or performer in some way. Um, but now that's definitely translated more to healing. So, you know, I am working with people. It's a very social, you know, type of job, I guess, if you will. I'm working with others and I'm helping others. But um, and yeah, and in a spiritual and emotional, physical way. So it's definitely changed. I do some, you know, modeling and acting still, but it has to be in alignment with me. You know, like I'm mm -hmm. not going to go like do a steakhouse commercial, <laughs> you know, as if you like somewhat in alignment, but definitely yeah. that's been challenging for me because again, that was definitely something for years I thought I was going to do for sure. I was like, Oh, I'm going to, you know, act and model. Like that's going to be my life. Like that's what I'm going to do. Um, and yeah, it's kind of translated now a, a very different type of lifestyle, but it's just, it's amazing. So and it's so fulfilling and you know, I, I love it. So I'm glad that it's, it's, it's shifted a bit for sure. So cool. Awesome. Okay. So we are going to start talking about your human design chart a little bit. Yes. And, you know, yes. <laughs> um, have you ever done like a, like looked up anything or done like a little yes. reading? So my mom actually had a friend. I got my whole chart done, but I don't know, you know, I think I was talking to you. I'm just not sure like what she like program or how she did it. And you know, yeah. How she explained it, it didn't always I'm phone you up. <laughs> I know, I'm just so popular. I'm getting totally like my friend Christina. Like, we're talking about Mercury retrograde and boys coming back into our lives. Like, what? oh my god, yeah, my life. but um, yeah, so I did it. It's you know, technically, yes, but I'd like to know more and like get your perspective for sure. Okay, sweet. So, you know, you're a manifesting generator, and and the other lady told you you were a pure manifesting generator. I thought that's what she said. Okay. She said it was like some subcategory or something. I would, I would say. The word that I would use with people is like more classic okay. generator. Um, so, so when you have like a certain channel, um, your throat energy center is connected to your sacral energy center. Like when those are connected, that's like a very classic manifesting generator channel. Um, and yeah, you're just like very creative and like life force e. <laughs> Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, it's the channel of charisma as well. So you're like really good with people and just like, yeah. 
Yeah. That. So, um, that is the, that's the channel that, that she would be talking about to make you like a classic or a pure manifesting generator, but you are a generator first. So, um, there's two types of generators. There's manifesting generators and then there's pure generators and pure generators. Just the difference is that their throat, um, energy center isn't connected to any one of their like motors. Mm. So yeah, it's just like less of that man, that manifester trait. So for manifesting generators, you have a tendency to kind of like jump on things really quick. If you get, if you get excited about them, you're like, yes, I need to do this right now. Oh my God. I'm so excited about it. And then like, you'll go do it. But, and like, sometimes it's fine and it works out, but sometimes it's like not actually energetically correct for you and you don't feel aligned with it later down the road. And you're like, nah, I'm done with that. Oh my God. Kind of toss it aside. All the things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Manifesting generators tend to try a lot of different things and like, which is fine because like that's their manifesting trait to them. Um, But like, if you do feel so burnt out by trying so many things, like literally just wait and respond to your sacral, like your gut instinct of being fully aligned with something before you use your little manifesting powers and like jump on it. And I mean, I mean, I'm sure you figured that out by now. Like you're really good at manifesting shit. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Yes, absolutely. It's like so easy for me. I'm like, yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And another thing too, in your chart, um, there's these things called variables and they have these arrows at the top. I don't know if you've seen them. There's one arrow that, um, correlates to how you manifest and it's either active or passive or specific or non-specific. And you're a specific manifester. So like when you want something, like be specific about what you want. Like, oh, like, for example, maybe like your place or something, or like you're trying to manifest like a, a place in LA, like yeah. get real specific about how you want it and, and like where you want it and just kind of like let that, let it come to you. Okay. You know what That's I mean? Super good to know. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I like, I'm, I tiptoe around being specific. You know, I don't know why. I'm like, oh, well, I'll just let the universe decide. But that's good to know. Like, yeah, okay, F that. Yeah. I'll, I'll get super specific. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you can get super specific and it won't like block out anything that is coming your way. Still, like for me, I'm a non specific manifester. So I just kind of like, go with it. And like, if, even if I do get specific about things, like it doesn't necessarily make a difference. Oh, <laughs> so like for yeah. you, you're in your chart, you're a specific manifester and all of this t- stuff too is more of a tool or a guideline and like trial and error kind of thing. Like right. for you, um, you also have, uh, your profile is one three and that's just kind of like, it, it gets, it gets into like the astrology portion of human design and like the houses and like all that stuff. But, um, yeah. So a lot of things in your life have been trial and error, like, and relationships, especially just like trying so many things and like a lot of it just turns into error, but it's okay that like, especially for relationships, like there's a lot of error in your trial and error and that's okay just because like every time there is the error you're learning something and totally yeah for sure um yeah yeah okay so I wrote down like a bunch of other things that is like I don't want to say like qualities but um energetic tendencies I guess would be like a good way to say it so 
Um, you may have difficulty like sitting still or being quiet. Like you always like to just be doing things or yeah. out and yeah. about, like talking yeah. to people, sharing your gifts and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said before, like you have that magic manifestation power with the throat and the, and the sacral being connected. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like you can be specific about things too. Um, and you do, okay, this is something that I saw in your chart, but I want to like see if it's true. Do you have like obsessive tendencies? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing too. Um, like, and it's, it's not because you like have like a, problem like getting obsessive over things like you just love everything Mm, like you yeah (laughs) um and then also too since you love everything and you love what you do and you like get really into everything like a lot of times you might appear like just in general like unavailable to other people just Mm -hmm. because like because of how much like I don't want to say like working but like how much you're working yeah you do a lot of things for yourself and for money and for whatever else that's going to benefit you and that makes you seem a little bit less unavailable less available to other people which is totally fine because that also makes you more attractive to other people like it's like a thing where you want something that like isn't necessarily available do you know what I'm saying oh totally totally. yeah yeah um yeah Um, and then, yeah, everything comes down to basically just listening to your strategy, which is to respond to your gut and your sacral center before moving on to jumping and manifesting and like using your magic to do all that stuff. Um, so yeah, just slowing down and everything like that. Um, one more thing in your chart too, before I let you like talk about everything that, you feel aligned with talking about about your chart. Um, you have an open emotional center. So your solar plexus is open and you like for sure take down other people's emotions and like literally feel them like they're your own emotions. And like there's no stopping it. So like when you go to meet up with people or like that's just probably that's probably what was happening in Hollywood that like you literally just were taking on and you amplify them. So like you're around, when you're around people that have all of these different emotions or like you feel so overwhelmed and, and it's like, like you can't decipher between what you're actually feeling and what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. It's just like you, it seems like it's all you and you're like, whoa, like what's happening here? And like <laughs> literally <laughs> like throwing up on the side of this like <laughs> sidewalk or whatever is, how your body was like, get this out of me. Yeah, it's like, bitches ain't ours. <laughs> so yeah, definitely alone time to get like all of that um, emotional energy like out of your system. And like that is also any openness in your chart too is where your gifts lie. So even though they are more prone to conditioning from society and like those around you, that's also where your gifts lie. So obviously you figured out like you were such an empath and like you can see other people's emotions and feel them as your own. And like, that is where you can be a huge guide and, and, and help others figure out their own shit. Totally. Yeah. You can feel it too. 
Oh yeah. No, it's, that's been the story of my life, man. Of, like, <laughs> even, you know, growing up, you know, if my parents were arguing, like I was only a child and like, I would just like feel it so much. So yeah, that open solar plexus, whoo, she's a doozy. <laughs> like I, it's beautiful, but it can, yeah, that's why like yeah. I talk about, you know, in the morning cleansing so much and like getting me and then, you know, too, also before I go out, um, you know, into the world, I try to, I, basically I envision a white light around my body to help protect me from like low vibrations. You know what I mean? And like, I guess, and that, that does help a lot too. Um, especially just like, especially to traveling, like going through security, even those mm-hmm. little, like, what do you call them? So where you like set up with your arms? Yeah, like, like That like messes yeah. with your aura. <laughs> like, so oh, I know I yeah. have friends that actually opt out of that. So I got to yeah, figure can. out how to do that. Yeah. So you they just, can just pat me just down. Tell the security person. And then they're like, okay, go over here. And like, you go into a separate line and like, you're patted down. You okay. used to go through like the little scanner, like the one where uh-huh. you walk through, but right. you don't have to go into that big old zapper. <laughs> I know, even zapper and all the EMFs. I'm like, oh my God, what are you doing to my body? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. I always, I just like, I try to envision, uh, envision like a white, like protective light around me when I go in there, just because like, that's a good idea. I also don't want people touching me. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't know which one is better. <laughs> I know, like, don't touch me with your crusty vibes. Ah, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, maybe, probably people just because then it's not like radiation, you know, either. It's like, okay, I can go, you know, get my selenite wand in my backpack and go, like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Um, down the aura. <laughs> um, Oh, what was I going to say too? Okay. So, uh, generators and manifesting generators, their aura is very like open and like welcoming and like, like brings people closer and like brings people in and like people yeah. are attracted. Like when you are living your design, people are like so gravitated towards you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, compared to like some of the other uh, auras, like for example, projectors, I'm a projector. My aura is more like penetrating and like, I'm better with one-on-one. Like when there's more than one person I'm with, I'm like, ah, where do I like, where do I look? Where do I go? It's like, like a little bit anxious for me. And, um, like, so I just, I just work way better one-on-one with people. And, or even if I am like in a big room, I still like gravitate towards like one person and just kind of like, or like a smaller group of people, you know? So like, and then manifestors, their aura is very blocked and closed. Um, they, their kind of superpower is like creating something and then letting other people become attracted to that thing. And then like going and putting that in motion versus like being attracted to like their themselves and their aura. They like create a thing, like an idea. Oh, I like that. And they're like, Yep, this is something. Who's got it? Who's got it? Who's gonna make this? Okay, you, yeah, go do it. <laughs> uh, oh, I like that too, like delegating yeah. that. Yeah. And so they definitely, like, their aura will attract people that are um, on the same page as them. And then just like everyone else is like, what are you, like, my sister's a manifester. So she's like, she's very hard headed and very like um, opinionated. And she's got her own way of doing things. And they work for her so well. And like, if you, if you try to tell her, like my dad always try to tell her like how to do things and like his way. And she's like, no, like, what are you doing? I already figured it out. Like, <laughs> I'm good, honey. Yeah. Um, and then reflectors are just like, like 
moldable. Like they, they don't have, they have all open energy centers. And so, yeah, then they're, they're super rare. There's only about 1% or 2% of the population as a reflector. Um, I don't know if you follow Jordan Younger, the balanced blonde, but she is a reflector. Oh, okay. I'd have to look her up. Yeah, she's, she just started doing, like, a lot of more stuff about, like, human design and energy healing, because she's going through a lot right now with, like, she has Lyme disease and she's trying to heal. She's in LA. I'm sure if you, like, have a podcast or whatever, she would I, just connect with her. She's, like, Oh, so. my God. Yeah, I'm feeling totally called to. Yeah, because, like, that's what I'm, like, going to start doing, too, is, like, healing physical ailments, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, no, she, that's exactly, too. She, um... She's going to a school. I can't think of the name, but I think it's based out of Canada. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, I feel. Oh, yeah. But it's a certain well. kind of nutrition. It's a very special kind of nutrition school where it literally is like raw vegan. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Yeah. Go there. I know. Yeah. Look at look into her. Look it up. I'm sure she has like she talked. She has talked about it before on her Instagram page. But yeah. That's great. too. That's really good. And she just like talks about, she'll like do life updates about like how she's doing and everything. And I'm just wow. like to it. <laughs> it's oh awesome. Gosh. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. probably because she's just so open. Something mm-hmm. you know, in her body is just like trapped. Like she's, she's so open. She's taken on, she's taken on so much energy through her life. That's what I'm feeling for her is like, and that's where the Lyme disease, it's like, cause the Lyme disease mm-hmm. you know, affects your whole body. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah. too, too much about it, but yeah. Like, thinking that's what it is she just needs to get rid of all the energy that isn't her she needs a session come over here balance need a session. <laughs> um okay there was one more thing I need to check with you on this because this is like if this is true then like I'm even more obsessed with human design so in your chart this is part of your profile um and that's kind of like when I was talking about the astrology portion with the houses and everything totally um can you tell when other people are lying? Oh, I already knew you were going to ask that. Yes. What? Oh, yeah. Yes. I already knew you were just going to ask that. I'm like, can I tell when people are lying? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on the freaking spot. That's why I always post. I'm like, do not lie to me because I'm already going to know within 10 seconds you're lying to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I can totally pick that up within like, yeah, 0.5 seconds. I'm like, you're lying right now, but okay. <laughs> you're lying right now, but whatever. That's fine. <laughs> don't really realize that I know, but okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it was even as like it, in, in your charts, like as a child, even like you picked up on this, like that's where you learned how to do this was like your childhood. Basically. Yeah, definitely. Like my dad, I would totally know when he was um, visiting me. I'm like, yeah, no, you're lying. I'm like, you think I'm mm-hmm. like this silly little kid, but I'm like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> you're lying. Yeah. Um, uh, it also talks about your parents and how they can be your strongest like teachers and allies. And I know you and your mom are so close. So she's she's such a babe my mom is fantastic such an ally for me and then yeah I would say you know I don't talk to my dad anymore but like he taught me so much and I'm grateful for that experience that even though it wasn't always um positive and you know whatever um it it definitely taught me so so much and it made Mm -hmm. me you know just yeah learn a lot so you know gotta be grateful for even the things that are contrasty about our lives as well you know we pick our parents so we got to remember that y'all we pick them so you know we're we're you know we we come to the earth to learn from our parents especially in our family so they're not always meant to be these beautiful easy relationships and like and to not just learn but also like correct things 
and like so we can move on and our our soul and like whoever else we're going to affect in our life can benefit from us learning and like correcting anything we needed to from our parents and like bloodline and all that yeah breaking those generational curses and also realizing you know with this mercury retrograde for me right now a big theme has been it's been coming up for me is how much my dad projected things on me and like we were talking earlier about like the money beliefs like that was his shit like i i came into the world like didn't know anything about money you know i didn't have a bias about money it's just what we're taught you know so a lot of the times it's really important for us you know with that correction is to know you know how our parents and families projected things onto us that really weren't our stuff mm-hmm. it's like you're afraid of you know you know if you're afraid of success or you're afraid of failure it's like is that really you or was that just projected fears from other people you know so it's really important um to to you know to, to, yeah, just think about that. Yeah. <laughs> just like, that. Listen to yeah. that again, you guys. Like, go back a couple seconds and like <laughs> replay that a little bit. And that was <laughs> real shit. All right. Um, okay, let's move on kind of a little bit. So let's go through your life and kind of like how you got to where you are. Note anything notable and like skip over the rest, whatever you feel you want to talk about is important and like if you can see if you can apply it to what we just talked about too in your human design chart yeah I got you babe so yeah you know growing up I had a good family life you know and on paper right so our family was the family house you know we always had the parties and the gatherings and everything and a lot of the time you know when we had all the family over you know with that open solar plexus I felt a lot of energy I felt a lot of emotions from the family you know it's a big drinking type of thing you know we do have alcoholism in our family this is on my mom's side of the family more so and um, you know it, it was tough for me being such an empathic child you know especially alcohol like I literally no longer can be around alcohol and I got sick actually last weekend because I went to a party with alcohol and I don't drink myself and yeah, literally got sick. So it kind of makes sense. Just being around it. Literally just being around it. I literally got physically ill. Like my sacral too was like throbbing, piercing pain. It felt like I was getting like stabbed in my abdomen. I'm like, okay, we can't do this. (laughs) So, you know, that was just started off as a child. And, you know, uh, we moved around a few times and that wasn't easy at first for me because we moved away from the family and, you know, that was, that was tough for me. Um, And, you know, definitely developed some anger issues towards, you know, my dad, you know, we we moved for his job and, and, you know, just kind of moving away from that security. Um, So, you know, I definitely have had those kind of anger emotions that have run through me that I've really had to process and um, accept because that's our shadow self. So we have to not only accept the light and love of spirituality and of ourselves, but also our darkness and things that maybe we don't love, (laughs) but we need to love to fully accept. And, um, you know, I, I didn't have a, an easy time with processing emotions. My, my dad has not healed from his past traumas, so he wasn't good with dealing with negative emotions. And um, that kind of, you know, was translated to me as well. And uh, I had a cousin that actually passed away and I started crying. This was, I was about like uh, 10 years old. And um, he was like, stop crying. And I was like, oh. and I know now that it was just his own projection and, and 
the things that he hadn't healed, but literally like I was told to not express. So that was a very defining moment and something that, you know, even in therapy, like I've, I've revisited that, uh, that memory because I stopped expressing negativity. So how that translated was um, an eating disorder eventually. And, you know, it just, I wasn't able to express negative emotions. So I was doing it in a, in a purging way and it was very toxic for me. And that was, um, you know, kind of going into college. That was second, my second year of college. And, um, you know, that talking about that open solar plexus, you know, it's just, I was feeling, um, you know, just, just negative emotions, but I didn't want to. So I was like, I need to get this out of my body. And a lot of those negative emotions weren't even, you know, dealing with me. My parents, you know, they, they would fight and it just wasn't a good relationship. My dad is, you know, narcissistic and, you know, I it just, it was very abusive, um, a household, even though people didn't see that from the outside, you know, we had the nice cars and the nice house and all that, you know, good job, whatever. Um, but you know, it's so important to know, what actually happens on the inside and, and not be fooled by what, what looks good, you know? So, um, that was definitely, you know, something that was difficult for a while, for a few years, you know, I kind of went through this tumultuous relationship with myself and this eating disorder, but what was beautiful about it is it taught me so much about myself and how important self-love is and acceptance. And again, not, um, you know, succumbing to the beliefs of how we should look through society and, you know, like the beliefs, you know, even my dad has about emotions. Like it's okay to be emotional. And now I finally have my heart chakras open. Woo! So I'm I finally guess. feeling again. Yes. Right. I cut myself off from such a young age. I think again, going back to the human design, I was so open that I felt your, like I your heart center too is completely open. Like there's not even any gates find coming out of it so like it's wide wide open wow. and that like during that time too as a child like you you're not as aware as you are now obviously yes. so you were just letting anything in there because there's not even anything in there <laughs> yeah, exactly it was like come on and party <laughs> like mm -hmm. come on in. so you know that was definitely definitely difficult and you know, I, I, then I, you know, in college, I got into a relationship with someone and I ended that, um, in October, it was a six year relationship. It was definitely a karmic relationship. I learned a lot, but it wasn't, um, very good for me. You know, it was, it was kind of a very similar relationship to my dad where I was put down a lot and just, yeah, just, just not supported. Didn't have, you know, him believing in me and my dad didn't really believe in me, especially when I kind of started this healing journey a few years ago. Um, you know, he's like, what are you, some mystic healer? <laughs> like, well, God. Kind of, yes. Like, you know, rude. I'm like, it was just like, oh, damn, dad. Like, okay. So, you know, it's, it's been very interesting for anyone listening that doesn't talk to a family member or doesn't talk to your parent. Like, just know that it's okay. Um, and that if they're toxic for you, whether it's a friendship, when, whether it's a partner, whether it's your own dad, it's okay. If someone is toxic for you, you have to protect your energy at all costs. And that's something I've definitely had to learn in the last year. And also in this last year, I remembered a lot of abuse that happened with him sexually. Um, so I really like to talk about that because if there's anyone that has remembered that or, you know, had a family member that did that to you, um, it's just, it's so important to know it wasn't your fault. It was nothing that you did. It's all their shit. And unfortunately you just have to wish them love and healing because hurt people hurt people. So, you know, it's been, yeah, it's been, it's been quite a year. It's been like, a I just got goosebumps. Like, yeah, it's talk been, about that. Wow. It's been a crazy year and a half, man, for um, a very deep soul healing, but I'm kind of just getting out of it. And that's why I'm, you know, starting this new journey in LA of just like, yeah, no one's going to take my power away. And especially as females, you, know, you even 
talking earlier about, you know, thinking we need a man. It's like, you know, that's Disney shit. Like, oh, my friend's charming. It's like, oh no, we are so incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. We don't need anyone except yeah. ourselves, you know? And if, if someone comes along and aids in your, um, you know, like life and wants to support you and you can be partners together, beautiful. But the thing that happened even in my last relationship, it got codependent. You know, he was very dependent on me and it was draining my energy. And talk about me needing my alone time, dude. I, I could not get my alone time. He was just up my asshole every second of everything. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, alone time, what is that? Um, so yeah, it's definitely been, you know, this journey that I've, I've gone on. I've lived in seven states. You know, I kind of was running from things after college too. I graduated and, you know, was working some nine to five jobs that were not in alignment with me, were making me very ill. And um, yeah, manifested even like a ovarian cyst and just reproductive issues. You know, your body tells you things, y'all. So if you're if you have chronic pain or whatever, look to the source of that. That's what I do with my energy healing. You know, you got to get to the root of that. And that was trauma with me and my dad. And it's really healing because I'm healing that. So it, it's good to be self-aware for sure. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> and that that point you made too of like hurt people hurt people yeah. like. I mean, like, I got goosebumps again just saying it out loud, but, like, it's so true, and, like, it's not, as healers, too, like, I feel like we kind of take on the role of trying to fix people as oh, well, and, like, totally. <laughs> it's not our responsibility either, like, it's, yeah, yeah we, we're here to, like, hold that space for somebody, but if they're not ready, like, it's, yeah. it's not our responsibility, and, like, that's so hard for me to just, like, move on from, not being able to help someone totally like, it's detrimental almost feeling yeah. it's like oh my gosh like i see your potential i see where you could be but that was like always my issue especially with men in the relationships and the men that i've attracted it's like you know i attract these like very broken people because i just you know i'm like oh i can fix you i can help you um yeah. that also is something within us too i feel like we're feeling like we have to fix them because maybe we're avoiding fixing ourselves yeah. or, you know no I mean? yep that's exactly <laughs> You know exactly. what I mean? It's kind of a form of projection too. So we got to call ourselves out and be like, oh, okay, why do I, why do I want to help them? Or are we just in love with the idea of them? Are we, do we like the idea of who they could become? And that's what happened with my ex. I wanted to change him so badly. And I did in a way, you know, he's kind of taken this more spiritual path, which is good, but also I was um, denying him his authenticity for being who he is. And that's not cool either. You know, we can't mm -hmm. tell people who to be just because we can see them in their source or whatever. And we can see them as their divine, you know, essence that they are because we all are so perfect, you know, in our divine essence. But, you know, they have to also work off karma too. So we don't know what they're working off. We don't know everything. Yeah. So we just have to send them love, <laughs> hold yeah. space if we can, but we can't fix them. You know, we can't fix or change anyone but ourselves. Yes. Yes. So. so after like all of your experiences that you've gone through and everything like that, um, can you share a little bit about the couple businesses that you've created online? Um, maybe more so just like creative outlets or whatever you have going on. Um, plug away. I can't oh my God. Plug it. Okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so, you know, I started um, Karmic Cat Healing. 
which is my energetic healing services that I offer, as well as I offer intuitive readings. So that has been about a year that I've had that little business and um, it, it's flourished. It has grown so much in just a year. I have clients all over the world. I'm able to distant um, heal them, if you will. I'm able to send energy to them and heal them um, in, any, in any space, in any form. It's beautiful. So I don't have to be physically with someone. And that's the beautiful thing, you know, beautiful thing about energy healing. Um, and people, you know, be like, how does that work? Like, how do you send energy to someone? But energy, like, doesn't know any physical bounds. You know, it's not like a physical thing. So energy can be sent anywhere. Um, so, you know, that's kind of this business that has taken off. And now I just started an essential oil business as well. So I'm an advocate for doTERRA. And these oils are incredibly healing. I'm using them in my in-person sessions. I use them on myself every single day. I'm healing an ovarian cyst right now. It's incredible with frankincense. So, you know, I'm just, I'm doing all of these um, business that are really just the bottom line is just healing people. It's just healing those that are ready to be healed. And that's a really important thing. You know, if you're listening and you're like, wow, this sounds really interesting. Um, you know, I'm so glad if it resonates, but if you're listening, you're like, oh, I don't know, like I'm kind of skeptical or I just don't know. Totally fine. You know, that's the thing with my business. It's sales in a way, but it's not like I'm going to force you to come heal. Like we were just talking about, right. Being a healer, I can't force anyone to change. So, you know, with me, it's been this beautiful thing where it's like, people just come to me. It's incredible. Like clients just like message me, Hey, I want a session. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. Like that was easy. <laughs> you know, like, okay. But that's also being in alignment too. When we're in alignment, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be easy and it's supposed like life in general is supposed to be easy. So that's, um, you know, one of my businesses. And then obviously, like I said, with essential oils as well, it's like, what don't I do? Oh my God. And <laughs> I'm a content creator. So, you know, I'm working on my YouTube channels and just, yeah, just getting the messages out there. And you know, a lot of what I do too, is I, I like to make people laugh. So that's where Veggie Kitty, my other account comes in because I wanted to make veganism not so negative. I wanted people to laugh because laughter and humor is universal. You can get a carnist and a vegan together and if they're laughing, they're gonna, it's just gonna be an easier type of conversation. It's gonna be good vibes. It's just gonna be easier to integrate um, you know, a different perspective to someone if they're laughing and they, they think it's funny rather than you know shaming or anything. So that's where kind of Veggie Kitty came in. And honestly, like humor in my life has been a way of escape for me like you know with any kind of bad time that I've been through I just make people laugh or I just make a joke out of something and sometimes it wasn't always like a good thing that I did this but it's just a way for me to yeah just just you know get away from the crap of the world for a little bit or whatever and make others laugh and make others smile like if I can literally make someone laugh um, I had a good day, you know? So that's where, no, for real, you make me laugh every single day, like on your stories and like, seriously, you're so fucking funny. <laughs> oh my God, you're so cute. Like, I love that shit. Like, that's literally like why I'm here. I'm just like a big clown person. Like, I just love making people laugh. So that's kind of edgy kitty. It's also obviously promoting veganism. It's promoting this very compassionate lifestyle that literally changed my life. It literally healed my eating disorder. It, it just put everything into perspective. And when I went vegan is when I actually started my spiritual awakening. Same. So I, too. yeah, right. Yeah. Right? Like I went vegan and then I got off hormonal birth control and then like shake out. Right. <laughs> Babes get off of the birth control. Stop eating those chicken wings. Okay. We have vegan chicken wings. If you need your chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and ascend because it's absolutely beautiful. And now I'm actually eating more like raw vegan too. So um, yeah, that's kind of where, you know, Veggie Kitty came in where I wanted to just promote this beautiful lifestyle because I'm truly so passionate about that because it's changed my life. So I'm like, if I can help others, um, you know, assist in their ascension, like I'm absolutely going to do it. So that's kind of, you know, what I'm working on and, you know, YouTube with that too, Veggie Kitty, if you want to look me up on YouTube. Um, yeah, just, just creating content. I'm going to start doing like a Veggie Kitty kitchen where I'm going to start doing a cute little fun cooking show. So we Love are just that. doing all of the things. <laughs> and I'm going to start a podcast. We're Karmic Cat. So yeah, we're just, we're just creating, you know, like even in my design and, you know, everything that you just said, it's so me. I just, I need to create. I think exactly. And manifesting generators too, they have enough energy to do all of those things. Like generators, generators and manifesting generators, they have um, that sacral energy center defined and that's like their life force that drives them and pulls them forward, pushes them Mm -hmm. forward, however you want to view it. But um, once they have, you know, spent all of their precious energy throughout the day doing things that they love then like their rest is so important because if they get good rest then they'll wake up and they'll be ready for another day of just like doing yeah exactly yeah that was literally me yesterday we had this amazing like bogo um for doTERRA like for frankincense and got a free like few other oils and yeah it was crazy yesterday Mm -hmm. like my sacral my solar plexus were just like chugging away like just doing all these things that I love to do and setting up sessions for people and just yeah you know basically you know with a session too if anyone's wondering it what it's going to do for you it's going to unblock your chakras which are our seven main energy centers now what we were discussing earlier you know when I say oh get to the root of the trauma you know your physical ailments everything that you struggle with whether it's depression or anxiety or you have arthritis or you have Lyme disease whatever that is there is an emotional root to that there is some kind of emotional root or trauma that you have not healed that has had to manifest into something physical or like you know panic attack or whatever it is a full body response because your body's trying to heal itself So actually, whenever you have a panic attack or anxiety, just that's what I like had to do when I first moved out here. I had a lot of anxiety and luckily I'm a pretty chill person. You know, I'm mostly earth. I'm Capricorn. Okay. And I'm pretty (laughs) down to earth person. I was like, whoa, like, what is this anxiety? I don't have, like, I don't usually feel this. And um, yeah, that, that's what it was. It was my body trying to tell me something. So that's what these energy sessions do. We're going to get to the root of why you're feeling the way that you are. And you know, it happens over, you know, multiple energy sessions. I definitely recommend multiple. One is just scratching the surface mm-hmm. and channeling to your angels and guides as well so you're getting divine guidance we're just connecting y'all together again it's so cute little reunion and um we're just healing so it's not always an easy process but it is the most rewarding taking the investment and putting it towards yourself is the best investment you will ever do especially towards healing and what you do as well with human design learning about yourself is incredibly important because then we know how to function better in the world and we understand why we react and, and why we are the way that we are so it, it's all it's all so so important so definitely get your human design chart done as well okay thank you <laughs> yeah, get, get your human design chart done take that info over to karmic healing and <laughs> get your shit healed <laughs> Let's go! Human <laughs> I feel you like, oh my god, yes, babe. All right. <laughs> it's sponsored by Karma Cat Healing. <laughs> yes. Podcast. <laughs> like, literally, let's go. Like, just do all the things. Like, literally, all my money goes towards healing too. Because I think those are the two most important things I can do for myself. Like, I still go and get healed. Even as healers, we have to be able to. Yeah. Know that- 
need healing too. Yeah. You know? So yeah, between healing and, and crystal stores and food, it's like, yep, that's where my money goes, but that's what makes crystals me and oh. organic produce. <laughs> oh, go. Like farmer's markets. Like, yes. Like, you know, I don't need the new Balenciaga shoes. Like I don't <laughs> care. What I care about is like, okay, I'll go pay a hundred dollars for a session. Like, hell yeah. You know? Yeah, like, for need, sure. I need your human design chart done. Like, you know, whatever. Um, it's just so important to invest in yourself guys. So don't let money be the thing. Cause that's what I hear a lot from people too, you know, talking about my businesses, like oh, I don't have the money. And I actually just posted a video today about that because that's just actually a form of procrastination. You know, mm -hmm. we're yeah. yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, right. So money is an easy excuse, right? Oh, I just don't have the funds right now. It's like, no, you do. Because like, maybe you just don't buy that like six pack of beer this week or, you know, or whatever. Like maybe you don't go out to a fancy restaurant or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Use those funds to heal yourself. So yeah, that's what I always say. I'm like, stop avoiding your healing. Stop doing that. Cause it's going to be the best thing you ever do. <laughs> like hands down. Okay. Yeah. No, it's like, it's like kind of scary though at times. Like you got to take it slow. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Right. It's a lot of accountability. And mm -hmm. in this world that we live in, it's not really like an accountable society that we live in. Like, hey, own your shit. You know, it's a lot of rejection. It's a lot of, you know, just avoidance, right? You know, we just avoid things or we avoid conflict, even within ourselves. You know, it's very hard for people to meditate, they say, because it's like, you know, a lot of people have difficulties sitting with themselves. You know, that's also a trauma response. Yeah. Busy all the time. I just got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's literally my issue is like, is like, I sit there and I'm like, I, I like start to feel like weird. Like I have to move a little bit. And I'm like, this is like, you need to just chill, Lexi. Like stop, <laughs> stop trying to get out of this right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's being accountable. When you start to sit with yourself in silence, things come up. Maybe yeah. things that we've been avoiding for. So a weird. All right. So me and um, Catherine actually just kind of talked off the record a little bit about some personal things that are going on that are not mine to share necessarily. So um, for, you know, private personal reasons, I cut that part out. Um, and this is just kind of us picking up on our conversation in a um, more appropriate time. Um and if you feel like you want to reach out to me about anything that you're feeling while listening to this, please do. I'm here for you. Um, I am, yeah, <laughs> I'm here for you. I'm here. I'm a great listener and um, we can dive into your chart and see where everything is coming from. Um, we can just chat off the record. We can book a session. We can do whatever, whatever you feel called to do and if you feel called to reach out to Catherine or I for um, a human design reading or an energy healing session, please do. Don't hesitate. Um, I trust her and I hope you guys trust me as well. <laughs> but yeah, so here's us just kind of picking up at a more appropriate time in our conversation. And yeah, let's get back to it that throat chakra all up in our session which is good to know now I know I'll definitely spend a lot of time on a throat yeah. like I'm really feeling it today too after like the attunement yeah oh yeah yes yeah. like, like yeah it's almost it's almost like like if I think about it if I like right now I'm thinking about it and it feels like I have something stuck like around there yeah yeah that's what I feel too it's just stuck it's just like 
there's something there's something that's not allowing the energy to flow and and that's where i think when you start speaking and when you speak your truth and when we unblock that that's why you do podcasts that's why you were you were guided from you know angels from your spirit from your own higher self to do podcasts because that's your voice and that's actually what james said with me too he's like you're going to heal the world through your voice so i'm like oh i've been drawn to do a podcast so that's why you were drawn to do a podcast but this is going to be your biggest block and maybe why you know you've been blocked with the podcast is because you have blocked throat chakra issues that need to just Mm -hmm. be healed up and then the podcast will launch to the point where i think you see it going so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like oh shit okay yeah, so my, I have in my in my chart even my human design chart my throat is defined and uh, I, I look at it and it tells me these things and I'm like why am I not feeling these things like like when your throat is defined as a projector it usually means that you're really good at sharing your gifts and getting people to, like attracted to your gifts mm. but like I'm like how <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. like oh do I I don't even know how to do that right now and I feel like it's just so hard to tap into like recognizing myself as someone that that like shares things and like you do, do you know what I mean I totally yeah that's what yeah. just came to me it's like you gotta believe it you gotta believe it when you believe it, that's when everything's going to happen for you. So you don't believe it right now. Like you want to believe yeah. it, but there's something in you that's blocking you from truly believing it. So you just have to get to the root of why you don't believe it. Who told you that you couldn't do it? Who told you you couldn't live the life that you Well, did? actually, actually, this was like a very specific moment, but it's been before this too. So I'm sure he said it before, but my dad, like he, he thinks my business needs to be a certain way in order for it to be successful. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, he's, he gives great advice and whatever. And like, I'm always like, I always take it like as I need it and like, don't try not to listen to the rest of it because obviously he thinks he knows what's best, but like, he doesn't, it's like just for him. As most <laughs> Maybe see, just yeah. for him, probably halfway mm-hmm. just for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But How does, yeah, he's, he's told me before, like we were having a, discussion about (laughs) like something that I was trying to do on my business where I was I'm shifting towards this healing kind of um person slash influencer slash whatever versus just Mm -hmm. like vegan recipes Mm -hmm. and he's like that's a mistake blah 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 you have such Mm -hmm. good like educating earthlings is such a good like name and like he he's just very like rigid and um realistic like realist like he's a realist about everything versus like opening it up to what could be I don't know but he basically just said that he was telling me to do all these things and I was like that's great but that's not what I want to do and that's not for me and I said those words and he said then you will never be successful in your business Oof. okay there we go boom this is that's what happened yeah so you've you've internalized that so low-key said those things but not explicitly until that one moment like wow and how long ago was that it was probably it was before I moved in here because I was still living with them because <laughs> like okay so I just this is oh my god I don't know if you know like all this stuff but 
I was with this guy for 10 years. We got married. And yeah. And I like realized that. So after I like went, then I went vegan after I got married, went vegan, got off hormonal birth control, started doing all this like, like shit, getting real with myself and like all this, everything. And I was like, fuck my, like, I don't, I can't do this anymore. Like you make me feel so small and so like little and like, like he's joke like what you just said about your dad joking about like oh so you're like do 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 auras and cleansing and and he would joke about that shit and I'm like yeah <laughs> that's crazy because that Minnesota like, guy did the same thing to me blah, blah 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 and I'm like we need to go to couples therapy and he's like no that's a waste of time and money and then I was like okay I'll go by myself went by myself and then I left him how old are you I'm 27, almost 27. Oh my gosh. Okay. Jeez. God, I thought you were like 23 or something. I'm like, I know, I know. I look like a baby. You look like a little baby. (laughs) I mean, I'm 25, so you're still a few years. Wow. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, So you've kind of just attracted these men, babe. Um, these men that just belittle you. Yeah. And like now that I feel like, so I was on hormone, I, I swear hormonal birth control like totally fucks with your spiritual self. Oh, it does. It it, it like, my life. It like, shuts it down because after I got off of it and started kind of detoxing from it I I felt so much more like I felt anxiety and I felt depression and I felt like all wow yes I sorry you're just totally resonating with exactly everything I felt afterwards holy fuck yeah and then you said you left him after me too I mean within the year that I got off of birth control is when I finally left that toxic that's that's the divorce rates are so high now is because doctors are like birth control birth control birth control people get married get off birth control to have kids the wives are like fuck this (laughs) holy shit this is crazy I know that is like resonate I'm just like I read an article from have you heard of the woman code that book the woman code sounds familiar yeah it's about she Alyssa Elisa VD or whatever she wrote it and she's on her blog she's got an article about what happens to you like non-physical when you get off the birth control pill and wow. one of the things is that when you're on the pill you are attracted to Mr. Wrong because you because it's not you wow <laughs> holy shit dude this is a whole damn thing that's a cool ass podcast. Holy <laughs> shit. That should, yeah, we should bookmark that. Holy Book shit. Bookmark that. <laughs> exactly what happened to me. Like I got off of that toxic shit and within, yeah, within a year I was out of that relationship after six years. Yeah. And I never thought I would leave. No one ever thought I would leave. My mom. Exactly. No. And, and honestly too, when people, when I said I was leaving, people were like, oh, I'm not surprised. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, hi. Oh my God. Wow. That's crazy, dude. Damn. Yeah. 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 So how, like, do you work now or like you moved into this place? Like how is like, like I'm I'm a nanny. I went to school to be a teacher and then I taught for a year and then that sucked because administration and public school systems suck. So I nannied and (laughs) yeah, your face, not for real. It was like the worst. I love teaching and I loved those kids, but like I couldn't put myself through another year in that school. Same with my cousins. Yeah, they public teach and one had to quit. She's like, I literally yeah. Can't do it. So, so I started nannying and it was amazing. I loved it. And then okay. during those downtimes of like kids sleeping during like two hours a day, I would like go on my computer and just like do shit. 
So I started a blog and like, that's like kind of when I started everything. Okay. I've been nannying now and I just switched from full-time nannying to part-time nannying. So I'm getting more per hour, but it's only 30 hours a week. And I'm like, okay, I need to book one something a week to, in order to like keep up what I was making before like full-time, which is not that much. Like I can do it. Yeah. Like I haven't been doing it because all my energy is going towards, okay, let's kind of wrap it up a little bit. And why don't you share with the listeners, um, where they can find you on your accounts or YouTubes or whatever, all of those different places <laughs> that you have. Perfect. Yes. So hello, y'all. If you want to follow your girl, <laughs> I have a few different things on social media. That's what I do. So you can follow me. Uh, my main account definitely is Karmic Cat. So it's at Karmic K-A-R-M-I-C underscore cat, K-A-T, hello. Um, I also have my actual business page if you want to also go there and just get some more info, get um, some more information about, you know, my services that I offer. Um, so that's Karmic Cat Healing. So that's just all together. Um, on Instagram, I also have my YouTube for Karmic Cat. That's literally just it, Karmic Cat. Type it into the search bar. You can find me. I'll pop up and please subscribe and go check out videos. They're going to be a lot more here that now, you know, I'm in LA. So there's going to be some collabs, some really fun things happening. Um, and then on Veggie Kitty, that's my other Instagram, all things vegan, funny, funny memes. Like you'll laugh even if you're not a vegan, hopefully. <laughs> so that's amazing. And I'm going to be doing some, you know, recipe videos. So if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, that's at veggie, like a veggie, <laughs> V-E-G-G-I-E underscore kitty, K-I-T-T-Y. And yeah, same um, Veggie Kitty on, on um, YouTube as well. And I'm on Facebook too, but whatever. Like you just, you just type in like my things, Karmic Cat and Veggie Kitty pretty much on any social media platform. You should, you should find me. <laughs> awesome. And we'll put all the links too in the show notes. So you guys can scroll down and link to them there. Yay. Come follow Yay. me. I'd love to connect okay. with you all. Really. Let's do One it. One more question oh, before yeah. we wrap it up. Final question that I ask everyone. What yeah. is your number one tip for the listeners on how to raise your vibes? Ooh, how to raise your vibes. Protect your energy. Honestly, protect your energy. Um, be very aware of your circle of your social circle, I'd say, because who you hang out with is who you become. So you can do mm -hmm. all the meditations every day, boo, and you can cleanse your aura and you can meditate. And, you know, like I said, you can do, do the sound healing, but if you're hanging around people that are lowering your vibration, um, they're going to, they're going to bring you down. So I would say that's like my biggest thing that I've even learned myself recently is being very selective about who and what you surround yourself with. Don't do things that aren't authentic to you. Don't go to a party just because you feel like you should. And then you get sick. <laughs> I've been there, done that. <laughs> um, you know, and just, yeah, just definitely protecting your energy at all costs. Your energy is sacred and you are sacred. So think of yourself in that way and protect yourself accordingly. That's what I would say. <laughs> yes. So amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We'll Thank you. Hi, bye, human. <laughs> talked about so much, but definitely have to do this again. And once you get your podcast rolling, I'd love to be on it too. 
Yes, podcast coming soon, y'all. Of course, I'm as true in true Capricorn mm-hmm. fashion. I do all the things. <laughs> manifesting so, generator. <laughs> I know I'm my, my manifesting generator. Oh my god, fashion. Yes, absolutely. And thank you, Lexi, so much. I love your podcast. I love your energy. Please follow her, guys. Go get a human design chart reading. You need it. It's the thing that you <laughs> need right now that you don't even know you need. So you don't even it. know you need it until you, you don't get even it. No, but you need it that much. <laughs> you don't like when I meet people, I start talking about. I'm like so. Oh, when when were you born? Text your mom right now. Find out. <laughs> and like literally, we'll I'll just like t- talk about them themselves, and they're like, "Wow, how do you know this shit about me?" I'm like, you know, just uh, your chart. Oh, <laughs> well, here's my card. <laughs> yeah, no, you're incredible. I really appreciate um you and holding space for me to talk about my journey. It's been, oh, it's been right lovely. back at you, girl. Thank you so much. Oh, this Thank is so you. Healing. Much okay. love, everyone. I told you guys it was a good one, (laughs) Um, but I hope you guys picked up on like all the things we talked about and um, this might be one that I come back to. Hopefully you guys can come back to this one too. It was filled with so many good little nuggets Um, and yeah, (sighs) let's just take a moment here right now. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you can close your eyes, close them. And what I want you to do is drop your shoulders from however high up they are to your ears. Just relax. Drop your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Remove the tongue. Remove your tongue from the roof of your mouth. And relax your eyebrows. And take a deep breath in through your nose and release it out your mouth. You can sit here and do this for however long you feel like you need to, but yeah, it's just nice to think about each little individual place where we're holding that tension and just release it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I will see you next week.